There's got to be other reasons. How about philosophy? Is philosophy a good reason to believe something? In the classic sense of the word, phileo and sophia together is the love of wisdom. It's finding truth through logic, evidence, and science. That's what philosophy does. Should you base your beliefs on something that is philosophical? Salute. Well, out of all of the four of those, cultural, sociological, um, religious, no, psychological, sociological, religious, and philosophical, which one's the best? It is philosophical. If something passes the test philosophically, many, if not <laughs> all the time, you can say that's probably pretty good. If it doesn't pass the test philosophically, maybe it's not so good. There are some truths that can be shown you culturally and psychologically, but they don't pass the philosophical test. Many of the disagreeing teachings in the Bible that disagree with other teachings in other books can be shown philosophically to not be true. Has anybody in here ever heard of theistic evolution? Theistic evolution. It's, it's when believers think that evolution holds so much weight and value and truth that they've got to find a way to merge God and evolution. And so they come up with this idea that maybe God used evolution. Maybe God did use evolution. Maybe he created just the first proto molecules and cells and stuff and then said, okay, let things go as they go because there's so much evidence for evolution. Therefore, God, he must have used it. So they're blending their beliefs with science because they don't think that they are compatible as they are. Theistic evolution. Philosophically, theistic evolution fails miserably. In other words, philosophically, we can show that God could not have used evolution. And I know of two philosophical arguments I could tell you right now that are pretty good. Is the Bible true? Do you believe the Bible is true? Okay, if the Bible is true, the Bible says that God created mankind, humans, in his image. True or false? That is true. That's Genesis 1, 27-ish. If it's true that God created man in his image, and evolution is also true, it must mean then that I was not created in God's image because I was, had to have been created in the image of the species before me. And that species was created in the image of the species before it. And that image was, you know, seen all the way back down to the single-celled organ. So either the Bible is true or evolution is true. And philosophically, we can demonstrate they both can't be true because that breaks the law of non-contradiction. Non the Bible cannot be both true and untrue at the same time. So either the Bible is true and we were created in God's image, which must render evolution false philosophically. Do you see, do you see how that works? Okay. Half you are asleep. I wish you wouldn't be. 
Am I boring you? Should I sing a song and dance? Da da da, hello my lady, hello my darling. Like, would that help if I danced a jig up here? Okay, in your notes, I'm gonna tell you, we've been going through truth, we've been going through why, I hope you have enjoyed questioning some of your long-standing beliefs, uh, wondering where some of these things came from. Uh, you remember the puzzle. The puzzle is your life. The puzzle is your trying to make sense out of what's going on. And every religion is holding up a different picture, a box top to your puzzle. Every religion, every belief system in the world is saying, here's what your puzzle is supposed to look like. Now, none of those pieces in your puzzle, your own particular puzzle, make sense without that big picture. That's your worldview. It's how we make sense out of reality. All religions claim to have that box top, but it's your job to figure out which one's the true box top for our life. Five consequential questions. The most consequential questions in not just your life, folks, in everyone's life. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're from. I don't care when you're from. If you are a human being, you must answer these five questions, and I'm going to give them to you in order. Number one, every rational, forward-thinking human being is going to ask a question about origin. Where, where, did, where did we all come from, by the way? You, you, know, you cannot be satisfied with, that doesn't matter. It does matter. It absolutely matters. Your origin. Identity. Who are we? And that's closely related to why are we here? What's my purpose? If, if humans, if there's no afterlife, there's no God, and we're just supposed to live our lives and then die and forever, all eternity be forgotten, then what is the purpose? Why would we even be here? Why would the universe make us? And man, that's a hard question. And then fourth one's morality. How should we live? Where is morality? Where is it located? Who determines it? Does culture determine morality? Uh, I don't think so. Why? Well, look at Nazi culture. Their morality says it's a good thing to kill Jews. Uh, and then finally, destiny. Where am I going? Am I going anyway? Is there an afterlife? Can you know if there's an afterlife? Can you prove if there's an afterlife? I don't know. So let me tell you guys something. The answer to each one of these questions depends on whether or not God exists. Remember Sudoku and the existence of God? If you get your Sudoku puzzle even one number off, the whole thing is unsolvable. If you don't get the God question answered correctly, your life will ultimately be a contradiction and you will be a contradiction. You will live, you have to live a contradiction. And no one wants to live in contradiction. So which, if any of the religions that people practice, answers the God question correctly? That's the real meat and potatoes here. That's what we're going to do in this class. We're going to look at the most current and um, the most popular religious beliefs. And we're going to examine them. We're going to put them under the microscope, so to speak. All right? And we're going to see if they fulfill the claims that they're making. 
I love this question. Where does logic come from in the universe that has no God? Start living your contradiction because your only answer is, I don't know, or it just came from rocks. I, I, there's no reason, there's no explanation for where logic came from. In a universe that has a God, ah, there's the source of logic. So logic would have to be an expression of the mind of God, right? As long as you obey the rules of logic, they guarantee that you will come to the truth in an argument. You say, well, what's an argument? Is that when two people stand there and yell at each other? No, that's an altercation. An argument, I want to teach you how to argue and argue well. But in order to do that, you've got to know what an argument is, and then you've got to break it down and study it and look at the parts of it. That's what we do in biology class. All right? Um, the truth of a conclusion will follow logically from the argument's steps. Here's an argument. All men are mortal. You know what mortal means? What, what does mortal mean? They can't die. They can't die. That's immortal. They can die. Mortal means they can and do die. Mortal. All men are mortal. Socrates was a man. Therefore, what's my conclusion? Socrates was a mortal. Good argument or bad argument? Not all at once because then it's just chaos. It's a very good argument. Listen to the premise, the first premise. All men are mortal. True or false? All people die. True or false? <laughs> yeah, true. Socrates was a man. True or false? True. Then my conclusion, if my premises are both true, my conclusion must be true. It's like saying two plus three equals five. It has to equal five. Five's the only answer that you can come up with that is correct. So if your premises are true, then your conclusion is true. I'm, a, I'm assuming that you're understanding the word premises by context. Premise one, all men are mortal. Premise two, Socrates was a man. Conclusion, Socrates was a mortal, not immortal. <laughs> a, mortal. So that is the structure of an argument. Premise, premise, you could have five premises. Premise, 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 premise. And then your conclusion. Here's another uh, argument that I want you to tell me if it's a good argument. All lizards have four limbs. True or false? Lizards, all lizards have four limbs. True or false? True or false? True. Deacon has four limbs. True or false? True. Therefore, Deacon is a lizard. Amen. Hey, man, true. No, good argument or bad argument. But my premises were true. Ah, okay. So, lizards have four limbs, true or false? Good. Deacon has four limbs, true or false? Now, where, where did I go wrong? Those are my two premises. The conclusion didn't follow the premise? Okay, well, how? You said true on both of them. Lizards have four limbs and deacon has four limbs. More than lizards have four limbs. Ah! 
That's, when you say all lizards have four limbs, that is true. But the problem is that more things, creatures, animals, living things have four limbs than just lizards. You cannot lim limit lizards as the only thing with four limbs. And everything else that has four limbs must therefore be a lizard. It's not a broad enough premise, okay? So bad argument in the sense that it doesn't, the conclusion does not follow logically because we have a logical problem with the first premise. And that's what we're going to call a fallacy. And we're going to start working on fallacies this week. But first, before, within the last few minutes of class, I'm going to give you a claim that I've heard and I want you to figure out What's wrong with it, right? Kleptic, kleptics, kleptomaniacs, skeptics claim that science is the only thing that can reveal truth. If science cannot prove it, I don't believe it. And we have deified science in our day and age. Just watch Disney plus National Geographic, any show on National Geographic, you will never hear. Our brains are so amazing because they were created that way. Oh gosh, no, you're going to hear. They have evolved. They have evolved. Our brains have evolved. So skeptics say if science cannot prove it, I don't believe it's true. That is a claim. A claim is simply an assertion to the truth. I think this is true. Now, have I given you any evidence yet? No. What's wrong with my claim? Only science can reveal truth. Bam. There it is. Because that's what people will just slap down on you. Oh, no. What? You're, you believe in that? Come on. Only science can reveal truth. That's a claim. And it's a bold claim. And it's one that a lot of Christians go, I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? That's like saying, blondes are dumb. What? Men are better driver than women. <laughs> Do you have any evidence? No, then it's just an assertion. So what's wrong with my assertion that all blondes are dumb? There's only one premise. On this yeah, and really it's just a conclusion. I don't even have any premises. It's just, bam, there's my conclusion. Blondes are stupid. <gasps> right? <gasps> What do you need from that person? Proof. Give me some evidence. Without evidence, an assertion is just that. It's an assertion. It's a claim with no evidence. Okay. We'll pick this up. Manana, which is, of course, French for later on. Okay. <laughs>